Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirsty. And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch with us. Welcome to our variety show for sarcastic people. You know, uh, a couple days ago, I went back and listened to an old episode. Yeah. And the most bored we've ever sounded was back in the beginning when we would try to say the intro. What do you mean? We sounded so dead and bored. (laughs) I think because it was back in a time when it would take us like seven tries as opposed to like three tries. Yeah, we weren't very high energy. (laughs) No, it was a different time. Oh, man. (laughs) That was inspired because we got a listener email. We did. From Rachel. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks. She liked our American Girl doll episode, so I went back and listened to it. Kirstie loves listening to herself talk. I do. It's really fun. (laughs) But you know what, Rachel? You have great taste. It's true. (laughs) I also want to shout out to Kyle, who Mm -hmm. said he would miss us during our hiatus week, and Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. We appreciate you, Kyle. We do. Sorry we had to take a momentary break for our human disaster lives. (laughs) <laughs> we literally are so bad at scheduling that we had to take a week off so that we could reschedule everything. In fairness, both of our jobs have nighttime requirements. Yes. On different yes. days, typically. Yes, off <laughs> offsetting nights. So there's typically about four nights a week that we can't record. Yeah. It's fun times. Yeah. It's fine. You know. Totally. The life of the amateur podcaster. <laughs> These are the choices that we make. They are. I think we're almost a year in, though. We are. March 15th is the Hate Watch birthday. That's right. So not yet, but I'm celebrating now, I guess. Well, I can't remember when exactly we recorded our first episode, but it was sometime in February. Yeah. When we did it in our pillow forts. (laughs) Speaking of the life of an amateur podcaster. (laughs) Someday we gotta post the picture. (laughs) on the living room floor of my very tiny apartment and we had paper grocery bags stuffed with pillows and we made little screens like little fences around our tiny microphones which were sitting on the floor and then we hunched over them and recorded our first episode (laughs) in opposite corners of the same room (laughs) yes I was convinced that I needed to, like, see you when we were talking, and we've learned that that's actually worse. It's much, much worse. (laughs) But we're going to do it again soon, so get hyped Mm -hmm. for that. Get hyped for next week, because we're going to see each other. (laughs) It's going to be fucking amazing. It is. I don't know if it'll be next week, though. Remember how time is hard? Wait for it. Nope. (laughs) Wait for it. No, it would be, because it's the next episode. Is it? Isn't it? I'm not seeing you this weekend. Well, it's next weekend, right? No, it's this weekend. Oh, no. Wait, was I a week off again? <laughs> <laughs> we planned this with dates. I know, and now I don't know anything. Hold on, I'm getting my Google calendar. <laughs> it's supposed to be the 24th and 25th. Oh, okay, I was right the first time then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that, okay. s- that still work for your schedule? Yes. <laughs> it does. I actually feel really validated in that because that is, like, what I had in my head. But then for some reason I thought it was this weekend. I think because I was I asking I was you about your list. Oh, it could be. And you were like, oh, I have to do that. And then I think it so ready. put the pressure on. Right. <laughs> Everything's very difficult. I understand. Hmm. You got a lot going on. <laughs> now that we've gotten that squared away. <laughs> Uh, so what did we come here to actually do? (laughs) Um, we came here today to talk about two shows that we hate-watched, just regular-watched, unclear. Mm -hmm. No, these are like a classic hate-watch, I think. They are, but in a joyful way, which is not the way we've watched a few hate-watches lately. It would have been a little bit more negative. Yeah, and we've talked about that a little bit, that, like, some of the stuff we've watched recently has been missing the key ingredient of, like, pure delight. Yeah. And so both of these shows are just full of delight. They really are. This is a delightful slate that we are presenting to you. So the first thing 
that we decided to do this week was go back to our good old friends Cottage Life Network. <laughs> Can't get enough of that. Uh-uh. And we watched Brojects, which is something. <laughs> <laughs> now that, my friends, is how you set a premise. Um, <laughs> we watched Brojects. You can watch it on Netflix. I'm going to leave it at that for this moment. And then the there second thing we watched that I'm also just going to leave <laughs> is um, Martha and Snoop's Potluck Dinner Party. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're going to let that sink in for yeah. a second here, folks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So. So let's head to Canada. Going to Nova Scotia, to be precise. To Nova Scotia. That explains all the lobster jokes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm never entirely clear on Cottage Life where in Canada we are at any given time. Yeah, this one I knew from their license plates. Oh, that's smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the lobsters. Yeah, that too. I'm going to make a lot of lobster jokes here, and you guys are going to think I'm over-exaggerating, and then you're going to go watch this episode. <laughs> and you're going to know I was right all along. Right. <laughs> so how many episodes did you watch, Kirsty? I watched two. Great. What about you? I watched four. Wow. Role <laughs> reversal. I know. I would have watched more if I had started earlier in the week, so I do definitely have regrets. Yeah, this was a surprise, because I thought this would be, like, all of the other Cottage Life content that we watched that was, like, funny and good hate watch, but I didn't have any desire to go back. Uh-huh. But I think, like, the Brojex men are, like, my chosen <laughs> handy brother duo. Yes. Agreed. Like, property brothers can step aside for yep. Kevin and Andrew. Yep. So, premise-wise, <laughs> these are half-hour episodes. <laughs> Kevin and Andrew are brothers, and they go do a cottage project on their parents' cottage once a month for a weekend. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing because the show doesn't actually set its own premise. <laughs> <laughs> they do introduce themselves twice in the intro, though. They do. <laughs> They say, like, I'm Kevin, I'm Andrew, and then, like, by the end of the intro, they're like, so I'm Kevin, and I'm Andrew. <laughs> it's nice to know that even, like, television professionals are as awkward about getting intros done as we are. <laughs> well, it's even worse because one of them is just called Junior, so after all yeah. that, I still don't know who's who. <laughs> who's who? <laughs> Oh, man. So season three, I think, is the one that's on Netflix. So we didn't have a oh, lot shit. of, like, historical knowledge, but it's my understanding that they only work on this one cottage and they've already done a lot. So they were at uh -huh. the point that they were really trying to look for, like, weird shit to do. Oh, they accomplished that. They did. That's actually really good to know because I was watching the first episode and thinking, like, I just assumed that it was a first season. Woo! <laughs> I just threw my phone. I don't even know how I did that because it was not in my hand. Uh, so I I just assume everything on Netflix is the first season. And I started the first episode and there wasn't the typical, like, explanation of qualifications. Right. There wasn't an explanation of why they choose to work on their parents' cottage. There wasn't, like... Like, if you think about the season um, of that weird spinoff show that Property Brothers did, where they built their house in... Um, yeah. Vegas. Uh, Las Vegas. I kept trying to say New Zealand, and that's not the same. They took a bunch of time in the pilot to do a tour of the house and be like, here's the list of all the projects that we're going to do, and then every episode was a project. Yeah. So we never had that. And I was like... I know Cottage Life is kind of out there doing their own thing, but they're really not giving us much to work with. No. I also liked this premise because it's so clearly not their day job. Yes. It's like, we go give one weekend a month to Cottage Life Network, and they give us, like, <laughs> $75 in cash to play with for, per episode <laughs> to buy some weird shit for our projects. Yeah. It's like travel and materials. Yeah. It's like, 
very attainable for the average Nova Scotian, I'd imagine. (laughs) What are their day jobs, do you suppose? I don't know. I didn't do any research on them. I didn't either. But I, like, could not figure out what their their cred as handymen was. Like, if they're contractors in their real life, or if this is just a thing, like, you know, one of them picked up a power drill one day and was like, yes, I can do this now. I think they're, like... graduates of Reno My Reno? (laughs) I think they're, like, trade adjacent. Okay, okay. So, like, they know a thing or two, but it's not their full-time job. They clearly don't know all the things. No, they sure don't. some of the goofs that they made. (laughs) So do you want to talk about what they made for the first episode? Yes. So I actually have mad respect for the project in the first episode. (laughs) (laughs) They made a mobile kitchen. They did. So they got an old trailer hitch. Yep. And built a kitchen on it with a propane grill, a set of coolers, a lobster aquarium, mm-hmm. a sink, <laughs> a sink, and a prep station. Yeah, um, and the sink had access to plumbing. Like you can hook it up to actual water to use it as a full like hand washing sink. The grill itself had like two different cooking areas because they had like the area for the lobster pot. Yeah, and then the area for the other stuff, and then the lobster aquarium had like the pump and everything, and then they had a cooler for the lobsters and a cooler for um, other food and a cooler for alcohol. Yeah. Like, under the cart. They're always very worried about beer, which I appreciate. Yes, that's a good sensibility. Yeah, but they don't... I I feel like HGTV-type shows don't really focus on that. No, they don't. And they just constantly have have solo cups, and they're like... (laughs) constantly drinking and they're like oh we're gonna have room for the beer here well they do little bits yeah drinking they're so fun (laughs) which we'll get into in the second episode in particular yeah um oh it also has an umbrella a stolen umbrella a stolen umbrella that they stole from their parents and they spend a lot of time talking about how their parents who own the cottage yeah how their parents were like maybe not gonna approve yeah. Of the whole thing. So they started off with the idea of building an outdoor kitchen. Yeah. And then they were like, nah, our parents won't like that. So we'll make a mobile kitchen and maybe they'll be okay with that. Right. And they're like, they just got this new umbrella. They were all excited about it. So we're just going to use it. <laughs> we're just going to put it on our cart. You know what we haven't talked about yet? What? We need to talk about how they set us up for what they were going to make in this episode. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about that? So we are introduced to them and then we're like briefly introduced to the outside of their cottage. And then one of them, Junior maybe, doesn't matter, is at a fire pit cooking bacon and eggs over yep. an open fire. <laughs> on like so a, the shittiest piece of mesh wire. It's like you couldn't even put that on a chicken coop. And the brother is off doing whatever the fuck and he comes back over and starts making fun of the guy who's cooking for cooking on an open fire. Yeah. And they have this whole thing about how it, like, tastes woodsier and whatever. And then the the brother who's making fun of him knocks over the whole pan into the fire. So then the eggs and bacon get ruined by charcoal. And they're like, you know what we need? <laughs> <laughs> An outdoor kitchen. <laughs> right. That would solve these problems. <laughs> that would solve the problem. And then there's, like, the secondary plot that their friend is having a cookout. Like, that's yes. one of those weekend nights and they have to get their kitchen ready in time. <laughs> and that's what consumes the whole back half of the episode. Yep. Is So they spend the first half looking for the trailer hitch itself and then putting things on top of it to decide what the layout is going to be. Yep. And then the second half is them actually building it, but supposedly on the same day that this cookout is going to happen. Yeah, so <laughs> the guy who's having the cookout is calling them, and he's like, where are you? And he's like, we got, like, 15 minutes left, so, like, 45, 45. <laughs> <laughs> this poor guy has his lobsters, he's just waiting. Yeah, yeah, because they were bringing the whole, like, kitchen, so they couldn't make the food <laughs> until they got there. Although, the cottage has a kitchen, presumably. I, that's true. <laughs> that's true. 
<laughs> the funniest part of the whole thing, though, is that the guy calls the first time, and they're like, we'll be there in 15 minutes, and then they hang up. And then, and they don't even have, like, the top screwed together or whatever the fuck. Right. And then... <laughs> The guy calls back, like, an hour later and is like, where are you guys? And they're trying to figure out what to tell him. And they pick up the phone and they go. I'm sorry, it's even funnier when I say it out loud. One of the lobsters escaped and we're tracking it through the woods. It's going to be another half hour. That's what you should use next time you're, like, late to a meeting. I'm sorry. I'm tracking a lobster. Don't worry about it. My favorite part of the whole episode, for sure, was the most peak Canada moment. When they finished it, and they brought it to their friend's house, and the way they did this was that they put it on the back of an ATV <laughs> and drove it down the road. They go, like, five miles per hour down this little dirt road, and they're like, <laughs> um, I went to Canada recently, and within minutes of going through the border, um, I saw someone driving an ATV on a normal road. <laughs> yeah, yep. And I was like, this is Canada. That part of Canada it gets real super fast. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. So I loved it that. so fucking funny. They did the cottage life thing of having random, like, pranks and bits that aren't really edited in. But they were way better than Reno My Reno. It was way better than Reno My Reno. But they're not really edited in in a meaningful way. They just sort of spontaneously happen. Yeah. So there's a bunch of bugs at the cottage. Oh, it's gross. It's so gross. I think they're black flies. I think they name it at one point. Yeah. And um, so they have bug spray, and they're spraying themselves like crazy the whole time they're out working. And one of the brothers realizes that the label is peeling off the bug spray can. So oh, yeah. So he peels it all the way off and puts it on a can of shaving cream. <laughs> And then leaves it out on the cart so the other brother picks it up and just, like, sprays himself in shaving cream. And then the bugs are even more attracted to it. So he spends the rest of that part of the episode wearing, like, a bug net on Mm -hmm. his entire body. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So silly. It was really great. There were also some good, well, one good quote (laughs) that was, a sink is where you're going to wash your hands. Yes. They say a lot of things like that that are just, like, they're trying to explain and they don't really know what to say. So they're just like, well, this is what you do with this object. No one ever took them to, like, TV host school. No. But it's better that way. It's so pure. It is so pure. Um, <laughs> is it time to address the second episode's project? I think so. Because it's my favorite fucking thing. It was really good. They make, they have this, like, shed do we call it a shed? I think it's their workshop. It's like one of the past season's projects for sure. Yeah. And they decide they're going to build an outdoor patio on its roof. Mm-hmm. And the first thing they say is games are high on our priority list. So that's sort of like the framework that we're working yes. in. <laughs> this was definitely my favorite episode out of the four. <laughs> It's a really good one. So there's one brother who has an overactive imagination, and he starts thinking of how they need ping pong. They need ping pong. They need the ability to like lay on the patio and look at the stars through a plexiglass frame. Yeah, because you can't look at the stars anywhere else on the cabin property. It's only there. It's right there. <laughs> and then they say something artsy with, like, a camera angle about how, like, the trees frame the stars. And mm-hmm. I don't know. They get really deep for a second there. Right. Um, oh, I got another t- quote for you. Oh. Every patio has food and drinks. We definitely got to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was a good one. They have to go to a bar that has a patio so they can learn about patios. That was how they did their research. They went to a bar. And while they were at that bar, they ate chicken wings and decided that that meant that they needed chicken wing fishing. Which is the best part! I Hey, I'm not judging. No. Um, they needed a drink station. Yep. 
they decided they needed a powered dumbwaiter to deliver their beer. Yep. I'm missing stuff. Uh, they have, well, they play race cars on the ping pong table. They do play race cars. And they have the fishing game with the washers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's part of chicken wing fishing. Well, yeah, but you use different right, <laughs> mechanisms. Right. <laughs> You're not always frying stuff. Right. Um, I think that's everything, right? I have two pages of notes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they spend a lot of time dealing with the, like, over-imaginative brother who keeps coming up with these, like, batshit ideas, and the other brother's like, I have no idea what to do with you. I'm just not going to talk to you for a little while. Right. I really liked when they were talking about um, the stargazing situation, and uh-huh. they were talking about the Big Dipper, and he was like, call it the Big Dip shit. <laughs> and they made that joke, like, seven times, and it never got old. <laughs> It's, like, really high-quality comedy. It's so good. <laughs> and then, like, the one of them who's, like, really into the drink station, he's making a mint mojito station. <laughs> and, like, these are men who drink Twisted Teas. Yeah. And he's, like, making <laughs> this, like, mint mojito station, and he spells it wrong, like, on purpose. Yes. But then there's this weird soundbite where like the other one's like i think he really likes reading books by some rando who's from cuba so that's why he's into mint (laughs) mojitos mojitos. (laughs) like we don't need to justify it like just leave him be (laughs) and then there's this other like undercurrent that i think must they must have recorded more footage with it but didn't use all of it so it didn't get fully explained but about being healthy yeah. And so they also keep saying that part of the mojitos is that the mint is healthy. Yeah. So that counts. <laughs> I actually did like the concept of that station. Oh, yeah. Like, awesome. I liked the herb garden that was built in. Yeah. So it's like this little wooden, like, kiosk. And underneath is a bottle rack for the rum bottles. And then there's, like, your ice thing. And they had a, like, plant box. Yeah. Where the mint grows. And then they had, like, a little tree that they could stick limes on. It was pretty decent. It was decent. It was nifty. Yeah. And then, oh, I noted that they wore socks and Crocs at one point, and they did, like, a a zoom-in shot of their socks and Crocs. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, The dumbwaiter was my favorite. It was so funny. Partly because they powered it by a drill. guy? So he's a friend. Yes, they They, do. Talked about this in one of the other episodes. Okay. He's a friend who's an engineer, and so he comes and helps on, like, more tricky projects. Gotcha. And so they were... He wasn't there for this project or something, so they made, like, a cutout of him with two hands that holds their beers, and it was the funniest shit. (laughs) So when the dumbwaiter comes up to the top of the patio, this guy's head, like, pops out. (laughs) (laughs) And they called it the smart waiter. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> but yeah, they power- They tried, like, four different things to power the dumbwaiter, and the only thing they could find that worked was a drill. Yep. Also the most Canadian portion of this episode. <laughs> yes. Agreed. It's resourceful. It was so good. It's also a good endorsement for whatever brand power drill they have. If they bothered to do them. I know. <laughs> it's a missed opportunity. <laughs> Cottage Life doesn't need no sponsorships. Come on now. Nope. They got their shit on lock. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, if I'm Cottage Life, this is the best use of $100 a month that I'm spending. (laughs) No kidding. Even their drone (laughs) pilot cameraman is really bad. Uh Uh-huh. So it's, like, all shaky. It's really great. Yeah, it, like, my husband and I have an amateur photography drone, and it's what it would be like if we used it. Yeah. Exactly. The third episode was um, they decided to build a romantical, like, glamping tent. Oh. And then whoever, there was some sort of competition to see who could, who, which couple would get to spend the night in the tent. Oh my. There was a lot happening. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so they built one, like, glamping studio? Yeah, because the cottage okay. is too full. Gotcha. And they needed one more bedroom. Gotcha. So that was something so special. <laughs> it was like they tried to make it nice and were like not that 
successful. They, <laughs> like it yeah, was it like was when men who don't know about like what decor is like tried to do yes. decor and it was so good. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask how obvious it was that it was built by like handymen. Yeah. Well, the worst part was they made a, a wooden headboard, like custom made it. And oh. one of the, one of them <laughs> really wanted to make these maple leaf cutouts <laughs> That like in the headboard that you would put a candle behind. Nope, no, nope. and no one once said like this is a fire hazard. <laughs> it's a real big fire hazard. But you only ever see it lit for like close-ups, and, <laughs> and it's like someone someone figured it out eventually. They probably just used like the LED. Oh no! You see lights. them light it. Oh shit! <laughs> this is Canada. There are no rules. That's fair. That's definitely fair. So it was, yeah, that was pretty special. That sounds really important. What else yeah. about it was glamping? Um, uh, they also, had, did they actually use the words glamping? They did. Oh, God, that's beautiful. Yeah. They had a lot of, like, string lights. They took this old cast iron stove and put candles in it, but didn't do it well. Sure. Um, and then that was, like, mostly it. Whoever won basically, like, dressed up and got a bottle of champagne and had roses on the bed and, like, waiting for his wife to come up to camp. It's, like, oh, so weird. <laughs> on a scale of Outlander to The Bachelor, how <laughs> <mythical> was it? <laughs> like, on a scale of fireside <laughs> fucking to rose ceremonies. Right. Um... <laughs> We're not as good at this as Podlander is. No, we're not. Um, we I'm trying to though. think of a good one. It's not Outlander, though, that's for damn for sure. No. <laughs> there, was, there was no banging. Nope. I would expect nothing of the sort from Cottage Life Network. Right. That's not what I go to Cottage Life for. Nope. Nope. It is not. It was really <laughs> something else. <laughs> Ugh. And then the fourth one that I watched was just... One of them spontaneously buys this old station wagon, and then they want to make it into a beach wagon Okay. to go surfing in Canada. Is there surfing in Nova Scotia? Apparently. If you look hard enough. Huh. (laughs) (laughs) So, what did they do to it? They put an outdoor, like, shower. In the station wagon? On On the roof. And it, How do you get water to it? They had pipes. I don't fucking know. Don't ask oh. questions. <laughs> Shit's like, pimp my ride. And then they did this, like, fold-out table from the trunk, and then they did some sort of surfboard thing, even though neither of them surfs. Right. Or one of them surf. I don't know. They, like, couldn't... It was a whole thing. Well, plus, their cabin, or cottage, is seemingly on a lake. Yeah, but they wanted to drive to the ocean. Huh. I can only imagine what the rest of the season has in store. I know. It's so promising. But, like, next time I'm going to put on Fixer Upper, I'm going to put on that instead. Yeah. It's so much fun. This is definitely my one true HGTV. Right? Like, Cottage Life is the only life for me. It worked a lot better than By Herself for me, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Although I will always have a special place in my heart for the saltiness of by herself. <laughs> That's what the level of romance is, Kirsty. That's the level of romance. <laughs> Isn't her sinks? Nope. <laughs> I'm here for it. That really works for me. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so you guys so, should definitely go watch this. Good job, Brojax. Good job. It's the kind of hate watch where the whole time you're watching it, it's like, why is this even on? <laughs> like, who did this? But it's also just so damn good. It is. It's, like, endearing. It's not mean. It's just nice. They're, like, definitely a contender for the awards next year. Yeah, they are. It is very nice. And so fun. I would hang out with them, maybe. 
I would go to a trade show where they're presenting. <laughs> Do you think they're friends like, with I Dino Builder? I would go to the Cottage Life convention. Oh my god. <laughs> That's not a trip I'm willing to take with you. <laughs> Did we ever figure out where exactly the Cottage Life convention takes place? No, but it happens, right? Yeah. It looks like, we've seen pictures of, like, the trade room floor, and it looks like an L.L. Bean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now for something that is not at all like an L.L. Bean. Yeah. Not at not all. In any way, shape, or form. But half of it is, maybe. Although, isn't Martha Stewart from Maine? No, she's from New York or Connecticut oh, yeah. or some stuff. Yeah, no, you're right. I should have known that. She says it in the episode. I know. I feel like she has some connection to Maine, but I don't know what it is. Maybe like a summer home or some shit. Yeah, she does have a summer home in um Bar Harbor. Ah, I know things. Sense. Look at you. <laughs> Welcome back to that, actually, because there is a Martha Stewart trivia moment that I was very proud of myself for getting right. Oh, God. <laughs> was it that she killed chickens with her bare hands? No, but I did know that, too. <laughs> Martha Stewart is metal as fuck, guys. I know. <laughs> Don't even mess with her. That's like half the premise of the show. I know. My favorite part of the whole episode is her being like, they say jail makes you stronger. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Completely unsolicited. Only getting electrocuted four times. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Martha and Snoop's potluck dinner? Party. Party. I thought there was an alliteration there, but I got stuck somewhere around the pot. Yeah. And we've actually been wanting to do this show for a really, really long time. It yes. was everything I hoped it would be. It might have been more than I hoped it would be. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that statement. I texted Kelsey and I was like, oddly enough, this is like the realization of a dream. <laughs> I'd only seen the promos for, I think, the latest season, which has uh, them doing the the thing. Was it from Ghost with the pottery? Oh, I don't know. that You don't know the, the reference? No. Okay, never mind. Well, it's, like, very sexual between Snoop and Martha while they're oh <laughs> making pottery. <laughs> I had never seen any official promotional material for it, but I had seen random shit floating about the internet. Yeah. So it was, like, in my consciousness, and because of that, I, like, have a general awareness of the fact that Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg are friends in the real world and, like, actually smoke a lot of pot together in the real world, and that was how the show came to be. I didn't know that the premise of the show would be this. Right. At all. Right. <laughs> right. I thought it was going to be more like your basic cooking show. I didn't... I don't know what I thought, but I didn't think it was a bake-off. I thought it was going to be Martha and, <laughs> Martha and Snoop in, like, her kitchen set, just making shit. I definitely didn't think there would be a live studio audience. <laughs> or that they would have an MC, <laughs> Or that they would have kitchens decorated for their personality type. <laughs> with custom music in the refrigerator. Right. <laughs> It was so good. I also didn't know that there would be a panel of guests. So many with guests. An additional guest. Right. <laughs> and then two other additional guests. <laughs> like, they better have a thick Rolodex of agents because they're going to blow through their contacts really fast. I know. <laughs> so the premise, I think, of of this show is that Martha and Snoop have to, like, compete against each other to make a recipe. Yep. With help from other friends who they get high with, presumably. And <laughs> then they vote, they eat the food, and then they play a dinner party game, and then they vote. There's yes. there's another guest that comes in there at some point to be, like, the tiebreaker, and then they do, like, sharing time. Wasn't there, like, another... Oh, no, there was a musical guest at the end. That's yeah, what it was. there was a musical guest. Sharing time was part of the party game. <laughs> right. I don't know if the musical guest will happen in every episode. 
but it happened here. Yeah, it did in this one. But I had a moment where I was just checking the, like, time bar on the bottom, and they had already sat down at the table to start eating, and there were still two commercial breaks left. Yep. (laughs) It's like, what is happening? (laughs) It's a full, like, 40 minutes of content. I thought I was walking into a 22-minute show. Oh, no. Nope. And honestly, I have no regrets. Oh, yeah, I'm not sorry. <laughs> this is a really good use of 38 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, not bad, VH1. Not right. bad. I especially like that they started out with a custom cocktail. Yeah. So one thing I definitely noted is that there's nine minutes of uninterrupted banter before the first commercial break. Oh, my God. And then we don't even get into the cooking portion until we return from the first commercial break. Right. Well, they have to introduce the other people and they make some like pot jokes. Yes. A lot of those. So many pot jokes. I didn't know you could just like have it on TV. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I don't know why I thought there were rules against it, but there aren't. I guess as long as you're not consuming it. They were definitely consuming it. Well, so I definitely wrote down... That I know legally at some point they have to say out loud that they're not actually high, which Snoop does in, like, the intro. Yep. But what are the odds that they're actually high? I'm going to guess that that studio smells particularly (laughs) fragrant when they're done recording. (laughs) I would agree. I, however, think... So um, they had Wiz Khalifa and Seth Rogen in as their guests. Yep. I think Seth Rogen might have been the only one to not get the memo. Yeah, he didn't get the memo. He also had, like, the most irritating laugh I've yeah, well, ever he heard. Does. But, like, I've never heard it mic'd up really close when mm-hmm. other people are also laughing. And yeah. they did nothing to fix the sound. Nope. And it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? Is someone having, like, a breathing problem? No, that's just how he laughs. He was so visibly uncomfortable. Like... So we're talking about a soundstage in front of a live studio audience with Seth Rogen, Snoop Dogg, Martha Stewart, and Wiz Khalifa, and Seth Rogen was the only one on set who seemed completely out of place. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He was so visibly uncomfortable. He was doing the squirrely guy thing of, like, not really making eye contact when people would make jokes or when he would make a joke, and then he would make a joke and, like, look away and laugh. Yeah. Like... He his body language was always like facing straight towards the camera and like never towards the other people. He it just was, seemed like so rigid. He was. Wait, full stop, full stop, full stop. Yes. Can we talk about how Martha Stewart is 76 years old? Isn't she a badass? I didn't think she was that old. Yeah. What? And girl is just living her best damn life. Jesus. Yeah. She's, like, on whatever Mary Berry's taken. Yes. But with slightly more Botox. Yeah. Yes, Mary for sure. Mary Berry does not have nearly as much Botox. No. But Mary Berry may be more immortal. Yes. I think that that's probably true. <laughs> I did tell Kirsty that this is what I imagine it's like when you watch Masterclass, but you're stoned. To which I responded that I think the new mission in life needs to be getting Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood high. Oh, that would be so fun. I think that would be a lot of fun. I'd definitely volunteer to be the surprise third guest. (laughs) Oh my god. It was so so amazing. So in this episode, they made fried chicken. Yep. And I will say that my grandmother used to make Martha Stewart's fried chicken recipe pretty frequently, so this is one I have some familiarity with. Ah. Did she brine the chicken for two days? I don't think she did two days usually, but she would do the brine. Wow. Um, she definitely did, like, the buttermilk and shit. So they they did chicken, fried chicken. Yep. Which opens some opportunities for things like Martha Stewart getting to say the words cockfight out loud. Yep. Which was a delight. I also was thrilled when... Snoop started, they started both putting their chicken in the fryers, and he gets, like, the splattering, and she just goes, I got a splatter guard, obviously, and she's so badass about it. She just, like, waves it around, and I was like, my girl! And she's like, look at me! 
<laughs> I have mad respect for splatter guards. I lost mine in some move in the last five years, and it's really upsetting. I've never owned one, but I have three, like, burn marks on my arm from uh-huh. getting splattered a couple months ago, and I think I need to invest immediately. Splatter guards work. That's amazing. The, the best way to test it is either to make burgers or tomato sauce. Mm-hmm. Because it, like, both of those things are more visible than just your plain old oil. Yeah. And you can, like, see how much damage you've been saved from. Well, whenever I do fried salmon, which is, like, pretty frequently, it mm-hmm. makes a huge mess of the whole kitchen. It sure does. So. Splatter guards. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna get one. <laughs> Thanks, Martha. Thanks, Martha. <laughs> Her kitchen is also, like, the best kitchen setup. Always. Everything is, Martha like, rose gold. Kitchen. It's great. Rose gold and Martha Turquoise. Yeah. Which is just a ripoff of Tiffany Turquoise. Right. Because girl is smart and knows how to brand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to live that Lux life? You do that shit like the other Lux life. <laughs> <laughs> um, another really fun thing that we learned from Snoop Dogg yeah. is that fried chicken came to the U.S. because of Scottish immigrants. I noticed that! <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. I lost my damn shit. I was like, add it to the list of things Jamie is good at. <laughs> He's good at fried chicken. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Snoop Dogg. Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> oh, also, at one point, everyone's ragging on Seth Rogen about whether or not he likes fried chicken, and he's talking about how he likes it well enough, but his favorite food is actually whatever. Yep. And <laughs> I can't remember how Martha gets it in there, but she goes, I bet you like kimchi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the sickest burn. <laughs> It was so good. Only Martha Stewart could make kimchi into a sick burn. And he's like, yeah, I'm not really welcome in that part of the country anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It was really, really great. I also liked when Snoop starts his chicken wings by just putting potato chips on them. He just, like, grabs a handful of barbecue potato chips and, like... Kind of crumbles them on top, but not really. Right. <laughs> and that's the whole thing. My favorite part of that was the look on Ice Cube's face. Yeah. When, when Snoop tells him that there's barbecue chips in it, because it was super relatable. His eyes just like bug out, and he's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> oh. Oh, by the way, they bring an Ice Cube halfway through the episode. Yep. They they do. It's he was all supposed like to be their tiebreaker, but then he refused to break the tie. Yeah, it's all weirdly like promotional appearances, which is not surprising. But it was also unclear like what they were promoting with some of them. Yeah, they kind of hinted at what Ice Cube was up to, but I also, as someone who does not follow that individual's career, yeah, I was also kind of like, man, right. Mm-hmm. Um. Nothing else really happens during the cooking. Martha reveals that she killed chickens. Um, And everyone on set, like, loses their damn minds. Right. That she has killed a chicken with her own hands. Yes. Is that pretty much it? That's pretty much it until we get to... Tasting time? uh, Yeah, to our party games. That was, like, incredibly awkward and also amazing. (laughs) It was really funny. It was like, so now we are going to play a party game. Have you heard of a game before? (laughs) And everyone was like rigid and awkward, but it was so great. You can tell they clearly didn't do any icebreakers before coming on set. No. Um, So they did two lies and a truth, except Mm -hmm. they called it two thighs and a truth. Yep. Yep. Which was really good. Yep. And I was really proud of myself because I got both Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg's truth correct. Wow. Yeah. Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? 
<laughs> so Martha Stewart's was that she's been struck by lightning three times. That was my favorite thing. And she's just like, <laughs> they're like, did you go to the hospital? She's like, no, I was fine. And she, she goes, no, I recovered. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and she's like, I just watched it. Come out, uh, like, go into the ground and come out of my sink. It was casual. Normal Friday night stuff. <laughs> what? And she didn't tell, get to tell the story of the third time. The second time she got oh, yeah. electrocuted through her um, telephone. Yeah. And then she revealed that other than the three times that she's been struck by lightning, she's also been electrocuted. Yep. <laughs> yep, like you do. <laughs> that was when she said the line about how people say prison makes you stronger. It doesn't. <laughs> Only getting struck by lightning three times does. Maybe that's what's kept her so young. <laughs> I would not be surprised, honestly. It's so amazing. It's so badass. She was, like, just as blasé about all of that as everyone else was about their own shit. Yeah. Even though she's ancient. And, like, yeah. And hers was better than everyone else's. It was so good. Snoop's was that his best subject in school was calculus. Yep. Which I'm not surprised by. Like, he's a smart dude. Mm-hmm. He just smokes a lot of pot. A lot. Like, a lot. I don't remember what Seth Rogen's was. It was probably dumb. All three of his were really boring. But yeah. he admitted that up front. Yeah. Um, and the other one was that he lived in... Oh, he was born, born in, in North, North Dakota. Dakota. Was Khalifa was born in North Dakota. And my favorite one was Ice Cubes. <laughs> Good old Ice Cube. <laughs> because one of his options was, like... Went to architecture school or something like that, and the other one yeah. was, like, got dropped out of high school, and another one was something generic. I don't know. And Martha was like, oh, you definitely are a high school dropout. And she was convinced. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah. no, I have a degree from this fancy architecture school. And she's like, no. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, Martha thinks very little of you. Yep. And Martha goes, I think very highly of them. Look at how much she's accomplished since he was a high school dropout. <laughs> she's so <laughs> snappy. That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see, like, a burn-off between her and Mary Berry, though. Oh, Mary Berry would win. I think she would. But they're she's... both, like, just so with it. Yeah. Well, because... Mary Berry is witty. Yeah. And Martha is just snarky. But she's not terribly witty. But Martha has more street cred. She does have a little more street cred, it's true. I don't know. Be tough. It would be tough. Only one of them has <laughs> done prison time, so. <laughs> For the most white collar shit, though. Like, let's not give her too much credit. No, I know. It's so good. <laughs> um... I don't know that I'm going to, like, continue to watch this, but I loved oh, I, it. <laughs> I loved it so much. The only thing I could do without, for sure, was the musical guest, because I shut it off once I knew that yeah. was what was happening. Yeah, and that's, like, nothing on this show. I don't do musical guests on any show. Yeah, no, That's my pass. least favorite part of every show. Like, I don't fuck with it anywhere. Yeah. The one thing that was hilarious about the musical guests, though, that you might have missed is that he starts doing his whatever. I don't even know who it was. No. And everyone gets up and starts dancing. Yep. So even Seth Rogen, who's, like, rigid as fuck, like, attempted to dance. <laughs> and Martha just leans back on the couch and picks up her phone and starts taking a video. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> and Snoop yells back and is like, come on, Martha. And she's just like, nope. She is everything. <laughs> <laughs> she had the best look on her face, too, as she did it. She's like, this is all I'm contributing. It's so great. <laughs> I'm really so glad we found this. Me, too. I will. It's fantastic knitting TV. Yep. Yeah. It is ideal for knitting. Both of these shows are, I'm... truly. Yeah, that's true. They're both really good knitting shows. I will definitely keep watching both of them. I just, my biggest gripe was that I had to access it on vh1.com and i don't watch tv on my laptop yeah. so that was really hard for me right. well and i do fuck around with um having to stream from websites a lot yeah and i will say that vh1 was my least favorite streaming experience it was not great i've had some pretty bad ones too yeah i kept having this problem where the commercials wouldn't load 
So then I'd have to refresh the page and skip ahead Mm. to where I was in the episode. That happens to me two or three times. It's just like a lot of work. Yeah. So I don't know why they're not on demand, but they should be. Make me watch more. Yeah. I wonder if you can buy it on Amazon or some shit. You're going to pay money for this. I don't know. (laughs) Well, if it was on Google Play, I'd use my Google survey money for it. That's fair. You know? Well, that's not real. I'd sell my soul to corporations so that I could spend more time with Martha and Steve. Why not? (laughs) What else do I have to lose? I suppose so. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. Recommended. Both of these shows, highly recommended to our Hate Watch audience. Yeah, you owe it to yourselves. Especially if you've ever wanted to hear Martha Stewart make pot jokes, which you didn't know you needed until it happened. Right, right. By the way, Martha Stewart smokes pot in real life. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> in case that was new to anyone. Mm-hmm. Well, if you have any thoughts or feelings about Cottage Life, projects, Snoop, or Martha, or if you want to talk about Martha Stewart's line of kitchen products, because I am always here for kitchen talk. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter at HateWatchWithUs, or you can find us by email, HateWatchWithUs at gmail.com, or you can find our website, HateWatchWithUs.com, or you can find us over at the Thought Bubble Audio Network, which is at ThoughtBubbleAudio.com, ThoughtBubbleAudio at gmail.com, or ThoughtBubbleFM on Twitter. Yeah. Listen to their shows. They're all cool nerds like us. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Hi, I'm Kirsty. And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch with us. <laughs> Did you forget? No, you lagged. I didn't lag. You sure did. You lagged. No, you lagged. <laughs> I said my name and then it was like a long lag. And then you came in and said, oh, Kelsey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you didn't Kelsey. say the whole sentence. You're just like, oh, Kelsey. <laughs> wow. All right, let's try this again. And I was ready as soon as you said your thing, I said my thing, because I'm fast. I've got the reflexes of a fox or something with fast reflexes. All right. I don't know. I think there's an expression there, but I don't know what it is, actually.